The Small Town Business Podcast is sponsored by Visit Gippsland, the land of many wonders. Head to visitgippsland.com.au to plan your trip. Whether it's walking and hiking or cycling or driving, camping, fishing, drinking and eating, you'll be exploring some of the most unforgettable destinations around. Head to their website or get inspired by their social media. All the links are in the show notes. In the last episode, I spoke with Dave Can from String and Salt in my hometown of Warrigal. And you might be wondering why I'm focusing on the region around me when there are something like 1,700 small towns across Australia. Well, that has something to do with today's episode. I wanted to get this podcast going. I'd been talking about it for ages. So when the time came to source my first season guests, I looked to my own community, my own networks, stories that were familiar to me that I knew were worth sharing. After talking to Dave and then thinking about what learnings I could take from our discussion for this episode, I realised that like Dave, I felt safe in the knowledge that if I did this, my community would support me in this new venture. And they did, they have. The truth is, I could throw a stone and hit a great story around here. And as I've left the comfort of my region now for next season, I'm realising that everyone I speak with has something in common, the safety net of their own community. So I want to explore that today and look at the role that community can play in your business, the different types of community, how you can grow community, and why it's important that when you move to a small town, you seek to build that safety net in an authentic way. Welcome to the Small Town Business Podcast. I'm Erica McInerney. Hashtag community over competition. How many times have you heard that? I can tell you that as of today, it's been used over 5.2 million times on Instagram. So what does it even mean anymore? If you caught Dave and I talking in the last episode, you might start to get some insight into what it truly means to value your community and to see your fellow small town business owners as peers or colleagues or friends rather than competitors. Today, I'm going to give you five thought starters on what I think community means in a small town business, how you can build an authentic community, why it matters and how you can develop a business that seeks to complement, not compete with other businesses in your town or region. Let's dive into these five things. Number one, look for what's missing. Number two, muck in, get involved. Number three, be a leader, show the way. Number four, share knowledge, it costs you nothing. And number five, support local whenever and wherever you can. Just a second ago, I said something that I hope you write down or remember. Compliment, not compete. I think that means more than community over competition, which has become kind of hyperbole, in my opinion. Complimenting, with an E, is a great lens to look through when you're starting in a new town or even as you grow and shape your business around the needs of your clients, customers, and community. When you look at the offering in your town, don't look for what someone else is doing well with the idea that you could do that too. Look at what someone else is doing well with the idea that you could create an offering that complements them, something that could support them and they in turn you. Most towns need multiple hairdressers and cafes and stuff like that, but maybe it's not big enough to support two bakeries. So you're a baker. Can you create a niche? Can you become known for being the pie bakery or the sweets bakery along with the other fair? What are your strengths? What are theirs? Talk it over. The more successful you both get, 
grows the pie. In the previous episode, Dave gives a few examples of where he and his wife and business partners have looked to carve out a niche that not only appeals to their interests, but offers something different. Not just creating a kitchenware and homeware store where those options existed already, but creating a destination where natural and locally sourced products are favoured, where you can not only get the tools, but you can get the skills too through the cooking school. And then going even further and understanding that a foodie who appreciates quality would love access to things like fresh or interesting spices, top of the range appliances and more. Not everyone has the stomach to pull together multiple businesses or brands like the cans do, but you can definitely see how one thing led to another. If you're not sure what to do or where to start, do some research. Have a look at what other people are doing in other places, other countries. Learn from other successes. Ask them how they did it. You might be surprised. A community-led business is often pretty generous with their knowledge. Now, mucking in, getting involved, getting your hands dirty. This could be as simple as joining the local business group or slightly harder, starting one if there's nothing in place already. A business group can bring business owners together under a shared vision of shared success. It's a brilliant way to get to know your peers, to find out why they're struggling and to help them and then help each other with ideas for growth or change. Business groups or chambers of commerce can work together to create events and that will lead the vibe of your town, encouraging locals to spend their dollars there. The conversion of local dollars into a local economy is amazing. In the short term, the extra work and time you put into the business group will connect you and it will give you a deeper understanding of what's really happening with those around you. In the long term, you will input into a vision or strategy that will keep your town healthy and vibrant and supportive. There's that safety net I spoke about in the introduction. And if you were nodding along, then I'm probably not telling you anything you're not already doing. But I hope you'll keep listening anyway. Leadership is another word that has different meanings for different people. Leading the way might mean demonstrating some of the actions that I'm talking about today. It might mean traditional leadership. A lot of gutsy business owners put their hands up for local council, for example. Maybe you don't think you have what it takes to be a leader in your community, but it actually doesn't take much. Getting involved, learning from others, supporting your fellow businesses, contributing to and promoting local causes, building a business that's original and special, and even sharing how you did it. Sharing knowledge shows great leadership. Just remember that when you lead, others will follow. And if they follow a little too closely, then you have to be able to manage that and keep in your lane. Not everyone is across the idea of compliment, not compete, but it's always something I teach in workshops and mentoring sessions. The concept of knowledge sharing has come up in every interview I've done for this season. Seeking advice and sharing advice will help your business in the short and long term. Knowledge sharing can be explicit through training and development or showing and telling. Again, business groups and local councils can be a great central point for any training that needs to be done. I've worked with stacks of business groups, memberships and councils to provide social media and marketing training to their members and community. And they're a great resource for all kinds of business needs, financial, legal, permits, starting out and so much more. Go and check it out. Knowledge sharing can be done through mentoring, through lived experience, by creating resources like this podcast. 
I've always found Facebook groups to be a helpful place to find people. And it's taken me a while, but I've finally found some memberships and mentor groups that have a great balance of give and take when it comes to knowledge and support. That's important too, the give and the take. I'm going to finish up with another well-used hashtag, support local. I'm willing to bet that most of the people who will listen to this will be big supporters of local businesses. But how far are you willing to go? It's a fact that most of the time you can get your ingredients, stock, stationery, cleaning products, appliances, and so on cheaper from outside your small town or region. But remember back in the last interview, I mentioned the phrase, a rising tide lifts all boats, and apply that to this. If you can support local, the money you spend circulates back into the local economy and ends up back in your pocket. It really does. If finding the initial funds is hard, then can you be a little creative? Can you negotiate, collaborate, set up some sort of contra deal? This stuff is actually possible when you know the people you're working with. I should know because I've been paid in wine, honey, meat, milk, and so much more. Another creative way is to tell your local suppliers what you need and allow them the chance to compete on the price. Maybe if they have a guaranteed long-term customer in you, they won't need to mark it up as much. You won't know until you ask. Ongoing research shows that around 67 cents in the dollar stays in the town it was spent. That blows my mind. If you live and work in a small town, that money gets returned to you in so many ways. I love it. Hashtag support local as often as possible. Have I got you feeling all warm and fuzzy about your community now or are you sitting there wishing you had that safety net that Dave and I spoke about? It's never too late. What steps can you take to help build an authentic community around you and your business? Let me know if you need help. If you'd like to continue the conversation or you have some advice to share with me or my audience, please send me an email to smalltownbusiness.pod at gmail.com or message me through Facebook or Instagram. I'd also love to know if you or someone you know has a great story to tell from your small town. Please reach out. Thanks for listening. Please share with your biz buddies and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I've got some great guests coming up. Small Town Business was recorded on the lands of the Gunai Kurnai and I would like to pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Big thanks to Chris at Jetstreamer for production and editing support. I'd be talking into a tin can without you. Don't forget to subscribe or follow. And if you like what you hear, please write a review to help me reach more people. Thanks for listening.